please teach us now and strengthen our faith by your spirit in jesus name amen well here we are psalm 27 is headed of david and i'll read it the lord is my light and my salvation whom shall i fear the lord is the stronghold of my life of whom shall i be afraid when evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. <laughs> Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, seek my face. My heart says to you, your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you have been my help. Cast me not off. Forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have risen against me, and they bring out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. So we can open the church building uh, and be together, but not sing. Does it matter? Well, singing raises the spirits. Uh, and we've just discovered, haven't we, that uh, the England rugby people are going to be not singing Swing Low Sweet Chariot. Perhaps because of the words, rather encouraging that they do want to think about the words, but I don't think they've yet got to thinking about Two Kings 2. Singing is traditional um, in Christian public worship. Psalms are for public and private study and prayer and worship, expression of spirit, minds, feelings, thinking of public expression today. So Psalm 27 uh, of David, that, that means it's by or about some aspect of David's life. David who was anointed, gifted uh, for the deliverance, kingship, worship, prophecy, sacrifice, effective intercession for his people, uh, 2 Samuel 24. A type of Christ, a man very experienced in the efforts of his enemies, literally, to discredit, defeat, and destroy him. In spiritual terms, the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to destroy uh, one Peter. Jesus first, and now his church. And we're told in 1 Peter 5 to resist the devil in faith. Psalm 27, I think, is about cultivating faith and confidence. So why tell God what he knows already? We can't add anything by praise to the sum of God's glory. What's so important about praising him in public? Is it just to encourage each other to express doctrine, to acknowledge God, to remind ourselves of God? 
Now, the context of these psalms, there are three together, they're all Davidic. And 26 uh, is a prayer for vindication in the face of enemies. We think of the enemy who accuses the church. Um, and about commitment, setting himself apart for God. And Psalm 28 is a prayer for rescue uh, and giving up retribution, revenge, leaving God to deal with enemies in time and eternity. All three are to be sung as public testimony about God, his character, his actions. Our response is one of those good works, good things to do, which we as God's workmanship have been created in Christ to do, Ephesians 2, and which are the result of faith, it's James 5. Jesus sang psalms um, as part of the Passover liturgy in Matthew 26, and he told us in uh, John 15 that the Holy Spirit will testify about him and that we also must testify his words the holy spirit will testify about me and you also must testify so worshiping in spirit and truth is one of the ways we testify i think and the spirit is the guarantee of our redemption and inheritance to the praise of god's glory so we should give that praise ephesians 1 and we're told in 2 timothy to stir up or fan into flame the gift that was in timothy as, as a result of the laying on of Paul's hands. So that's the gift of the Spirit. Fan, active verb, something for us to do, fan into flame, um, requiring an act of the will or the mind. So Psalms reveal truth about God and man. Many are prophetic or messianic and are quoted by Jesus and by Peter in his sermons in the first part of Acts and in Hebrews. So Psalms are particularly testimony, evidence to and of faith. So this particular psalm, uh, first section one to five, is declaration. Uh, it's testimony in the third person about the Lord, his character. Uh, and then the psalmists, or when we sing it or read it, our relationship to him. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Light by which we see the way and also the way itself rescuer and rescue as jesus described himself the light of the world and the way to the father he will protect me and lift me up so that's a personal response of faith i will be confident um, in verse three so trust faith hope not fear either of man in verse one or of the devil, the accuser, who comes later on. Lost the verse. Describe, no, no, in, in the psalm. Um, so the fear of the Lord is described in the Old Testament as, as a way of describing the right relationship with God. We say our Father in heaven, Dad, but also hallowed be thy name. And in the Old Testament, as well as the fear of the Lord, there's also uh, in Deuteronomy the command to love God, Deuteronomy 6. So verses 6 to 12 are then a first person response in 4, 5 and 6. It's definitely public worship. 
this is a tent tabernacle temple sacrifices shouts of joy singing so it's public and it's allowed in the old testament people tended to pray aloud so other people could hear uh, their prayers of faith and it acknowledges the need for grace and it's made in obedience to god's answer when we cry out aloud and seeking god is what he's told us uh, in verse eight uh, to do it's interesting um you've said seek my face seek is plural um so it's obviously addressed to the people who are singing it it's not just a psalmist reflection um so what's david ex david's experience of god telling him to seek his face well that's in psalm 24 which is also davidic and where the psalmist himself says in sort of two senses um uh, he regards it as inspired and he says that those who seek god will find blessing and righteousness that's an implied instruction to seek him psalm 105 which is not davidic is more clear seek the lord in his strength seek his presence continually a much clearer command uh, and just bear in mind psalms are not arranged chronologically um, so we seek god and contemplate that's inquire in in that verses meditate uh, we seek and contemplate god's character and glory thank you fran uh, rather than the color of his eyes and the prayer of faith in verse 10 is for god's faithfulness beyond human expectation even of a parent more even than a parent thus uh, 11 it's teaching his way not ours because we're servants we're not above our master and verse 13 is sheer testimony i believe i shall look upon not just glimpse but look upon the goodness of the lord in the land of the living and not just the good that he'll do to me or that he'll do to those i pray for but his goodness now that sometimes is an issue uh, for theologians and thinkers and apologists but also for others from time to time we come up against things that worry us and the certainty that god is good is a great booster to faith and confidence saying these things in public express that confidence and help others as well as ourselves so verse 14 is leading to practical exhortation to others believers or not that's clearly beyond private meditation and then concludes twice with wait for the lord and then there's the uh, strong command be strong and let i'm thinking of let there be light it's a command not just a permission uh, let your heart take courage uh, in the esv that i read or in the in uh, niv it's be strong and take heart again active nouns so this is an act of the will in the mind renewed in the light of god's word romans 12 to instruct the emotions now that's our understanding of heart now but perhaps at the time a more old testament understanding might be that the will or the mind renewed instructing the part of us where our character is formed or from which our character is displayed david's heart is described as different from the many subsequent the hearts of the many subsequent kings uh, of israel and judah and it's the heart that uh, jeremiah 31 uh, ezekiel 36 and even 1 samuel 10 talk about um, a new 
heart. So in singing or speaking aloud in public, the words of scripture as testimony in doing that, we express and encourage one another in faith. And, and since we're talking about testimony, um, my confidence after waiting for the spirit for some years, uh, for God's promise uh, to fill me, and after a good deal of fear uh, and anxiety, um, when I did receive that, it, the response was that I spoke out a psalm that I didn't know uh, in English from start to finish, so that I could understand it, and so could others. Uh, and it interests me today that that testimony is connected with a psalm. So God is very gracious. May we finish with a prayer. Father God, you are our light and our salvation. Whom shall we fear? We will be confident. We will pray. We will seek you. Please help us to testify by your spirit in Jesus' name. Amen.